So when people begin to talk about their experiences with God, you see them around and you wonder why is it not happening to you? That is the kind of spirit yeah. that operates in the Pharisees. They don't want you to see what God has in store for you. These Pharisees were literally very upset at her healing. And they put limits on what days she should come to receive healing. Can you imagine? I wanted to see this scenario clearly. And I want to ask you guys, did she come to receive healing? Or was she called over for deliverance by Jesus? I think she was called over for deliverance. Exactly. Because she was drawing closer to the Lord Jesus in intimacy. Because she was there. It's about being present before God. She was present. And because you're present and you're pressing in, he calls you and deliverance is healing too. So when you receive your healing, that spirit of oppression has been lifted off of you. You know, uh, I have, first of all, because she had sophrology for 18 years, she was considered unclean. Lonely, she by herself, never clean. They got mad because what Jesus did was considered work. And you don't work on the Sabbath. You know, he was not having tradition, which is what he came to do, to un unleash the tradition, have them bound. Exactly. But because he had the nerve to do a healing on the Sabbath, and they considered that work. Yes, you are absolutely right. They considered it work because that woman was healed. And Jesus Christ told them that, which one of you, if your ox falls on that day, won't you go and get that ox? Valerie, right. can you read it again? I think that's verse 15. 15 said, The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each of you on the Sabbath loose their, loose their ox or his ass from the stalls and lead him away to watering? <laughs> exactly. So yes. they could bring that in. Because a daughter of God was free from her infirmity. Yeah. But that would not work when it came to their own ox. An animal. They, they, they would go after rescuing their animal. Jesus saw that we were much more than a day. Yeah. We were much more than anything religious. Whatever sacredness there is to anything, he saw that our freedom was much more than anything. Amen. And in his perfect way, he defended her. In his perfect way, he defends us against all the opposition that comes against our deliverance. There's people in the body of Christ that believe that being sick is the will of God. Mm. That believe that suffering is the will of God. There's this twisted theology concocted by demons because Jesus was all about our freedom. But no, they've changed it around. And in Matthew 23, verse 13, Jesus said, but woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourselves so they know that the kingdom of heaven is accessible to us. But they are deliberately shutting it up. They will not go in themselves. Nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. So the people who are aware that there is access 
available for each one of us to go into God's kingdom will not go in themselves and they do not want anybody else to go into. And Jesus said, who has given you permission to shut the doors of the kingdom against you? Who has given anyone the permission to shut the kingdom and tell you that you're supposed to be in that situation? That no, it is not the time for your breakthrough yet. No, you do not deserve this yet. Who can put a limit on what God wants to do on your life and use doctrine and use religion to restrict you to how far you can go? I mean, society is already putting so much barriers on us. Like you rightly said, Diane, in that day, especially when you're a leper, you were considered unclean, so you couldn't hang around people. Literally, if you were going to walk around, you will be singing unclean with your bell ringing unclean, unclean, so people yeah. stare clear of you. But yeah. this situation was deeper than trying to maintain a Sabbath. That's why Jesus Christ called them hypocrites. And then he gave them that illustration that if it was even their animal, wouldn't they go and set that animal free? You know, one of the things he came to do was to expose the hypocritical attitudes of the Sadducees and the Pharisees, the religious leaders. Yeah. This woman is suffering for 18 years. How come they wasn't helping her? Exactly. They probably wouldn't even pray for her. Absolutely. You know? Exactly. But Jesus, he saw he, he he him. And with a touch, hallelujah, he set her free. Amen. They nothing. They got mad. Yeah. They had an attitude because he did something they couldn't do. Exactly. Thank you exactly. so much, Diane. And that's why I want us to begin to think. Because Jesus said, think about this. Think about this. He's bringing the spirit realm into the picture. Don't just sit down and allow the enemy keep oppressing you. Because what the enemy does is he's going to rally all these voices of authority and put a limit to how far you can go. But God in his perfect way defends you. He defends you and he wants everyone listening to the chaos going on to begin to think. He said, think about this. God is here to set you free, to cause you to begin to walk yeah. upright in healing, walk upright in your integrity, in freedom, you name it. That is the life that Messiah provides for you. So if voices are coming to find religious reasons or whatever reasons to come against you by basically blaming you for receiving your freedom on a day dedicated to the Lord, like, make it make sense, my people. Jesus Christ was saying, not only are you to think about what is happening here, but think about this contrived craziness that is going on. It is not ordinary. Who would want this woman to remain? Like, they, think they did not rejoice with her. Yeah, exactly. That's so sad. So sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to break this down for you. Because he called her something special. Mm. He called her something special. And I wanted to begin to see it in the eyes of the Spirit. Mm. Because there's contrived voices that get very upset when you are free. When you are walking in God's mighty call upon your mm. life, you best yeah. believe that there are authorities, rulers in high places, walking through voices that will want to pull you down. And once you sense it, you must recognize that this is the time to run to Jesus. 
Jesus wanted them to think about it. He said that, ought not this daughter of Abraham be set free? Daughter of Abraham, you are tied to a blessing, a blessing that God upholds forever. Because the whole history of the Pharisees and the scribes and all of that, a woman wasn't called into the mix. It was all about the son of this, Abraham, the son of this, this one, the son of this. A woman wasn't brought into the picture. But here was Jesus using his authority as a son of God to begin to pronounce that placement upon a woman that she is brought into the fold. She is part and parcel of they who can stand before God. She is drawn in by the master. She has a right to stand before the altar of God. She has a voice. Whatever oppression has kept her down, she can be uplifted by the spirit of God. She can tie into a blessing that God upholds forever. A promise that gives you legal rights to deliverance, to freedom, a covenant that began many generations ago through the man Abraham. God is upholding his end. He's upholding his end because Abraham upheld his end and you are part of that blessing. How do you think that God will not uphold his end in that daughter of Abraham? So by calling her a daughter of Abraham, he was placing her in the same place of all that call themselves sons of Abraham. So your defender understands his line of defense for your sake. Mm. A line of defense that no one can touch. No spirit being can touch his defense over your life. <laughs> it's like, I always feel like saying, can't touch this. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> so here is the part I really felt the power of God come strongly on me for you. Jesus wants you to pause today and begin to think. He says, think about this. Think where I placed you and the statement that I'm making, that the statement that I was making in the synagogue, in the presence of all these people that have kept you in a certain category, that have placed a limit, a ceiling to how far you can go. I want you to think about it. It is not about a Sabbath because even if it's their chickens, they are little animals, they would go and set them free if they had fallen into a pit. Hmm. It is beyond the natural. Hmm. So I want you to selah. That's why the Psalms are full of selah everywhere. It's a word that means to pause. And most of the Psalms will have selah. Once you read it, you have to pause. Think, why is this ridiculousness happening over you rising up and standing up straight? Why is this craziness happening over you being set free from an oppressive spirit? Spirits that have kept you bound and have silenced your voice for generations. Why is this craziness happening? Because you are free right now. Mm. God is doing a mighty work within you. And chaos will try to disrupt you. God is doing a mighty work in the midst of the chaos. I mean, we have witnessed through this pandemic. And now everyone is talking about Russia and Ukraine. If you do not pause and think, you will not be able to see that the demonic realm is agitated. That there is a powerful move of God happening in the sons and daughters of God. So I want you to please pay attention because the Spirit of God is actively bringing many who are tied down for years and even for generations. Daughter of Abraham, 
The Spirit of God is bringing you into a generational blessing that you have never considered that it included you. You never saw your part as one who can stand for truth, be a voice for justice, be an authority. And again, I'll say justice. And again, I'll say justice. I want you to pause and think and see what is happening around you. Oh, but suddenly all of that is changing and the demonic kingdom is freaking out. I want you to think, why were they freaking out? Who stands to lose if this woman is free? Who stands mm -hmm. to lose? Why weren't they marveling at this freedom that had come to her? I just believe that, you know, they don't have that power. It's like, it's like when people, they don't, they don't have a certain power and then something happens and it's like, well, why, why couldn't I have done that? Well, you know what? You weren't supposed to do it on the Sabbath anyhow. Exactly. You know, something like that. Yes. Something like that. I want us to see past those people. I want us to see that even though it will show up as somebody being jealous, right? Because what you're describing is jealousy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a demonic spirit that is hindering another person. So even if it's jealousy, who stands to gain from this woman remaining in bondage? It's a demonic kingdom. And that's why in 1 John, it says that for this cause, the son of man came that he may destroy all the works of darkness. Why will you oppose the son of man from destroying the works of darkness? The only way you will oppose it is because you belong to another kingdom. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny how we often say that there's better ways to treat our diseases, right? I've seen many of these things flying around where there's natural cures to certain things. And sometimes you go to the doctor and they give you a prescription that would treat mm -hmm. one area and ruin 10 other areas. Like, okay, that medication was supposed to be good for your heart. But then you see all this, it may cause your bladder to do this. It may cause your kidney to do this. It's going to affect your toe. It's going to affect your nose. It's going to affect your respiratory system and your reproductive. By the time you look at all of that, by the time you look at all of that, you're like, how am I not better off with having that one problem instead of having to gain all of this? Right? I mean, the message behind that is who stands to gain from all of this? The spirit of pharmacia feeds off of this. I'm not a doctor, but I'm told that except they are holistic doctors, doctors can't be giving you natural remedies for things. They get rewarded even for giving you certain medications. This is not to bring down doctors in any way. It's just, it's just the most logical example I could come up with. But Behind all of that, there is a spirit of pharmacia that is gaining off of people. Come to think about it, the common things you grew up eating that have certain names. I mean, if you go through that whole study, you see all these names that you can't even spell. Why do they have to be so long and so... Why couldn't somebody just make them simpler? All of this is to make it unattainable for you. Because if you're empowered, who is going to lose? The same thing with the demonic world. If this woman is empowered, who is going to lose? The same thing that the Pharisees were feeling. If this woman is healed and Jesus Christ is the one healing them, 
And like you said, Valerie, they were the ones doing it. Who is going to lose? It's all the demonic kingdom losing because guess what? That spirit of infirmity that had its entire kingdom feasting on this woman for 18 years no longer had access to her. Mm. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.